Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh. oh. Okay. Hi, this is Coach. And if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper. And I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no. I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel and stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. All right, we'll do this. Oh, no, you got to talk me in. No, I talked you in. First day new brain. All right, we'll do this in three, two, one. QBMOC. Sometimes in life, you get it right. And if you're me, you usually get it wrong. That's why we are the most medium sports podcast this side of the Olentangy River. It's in Ohio. Yes, and it's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Sounded good, as always. Nice job there, Maestro. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. As the up top may have suggested, we frequently make predictions and we stake out claims on this show that are not, in fact, how things turn out to be. We'll we'll get into that a little bit tonight. But I'm glad we're all here after last week's episode. It was a throwdown. Absolute Donnie Brook. Pando- it was pandemonium at the palace right in the middle of Gestapalooza Part 2. Coach and Maestro going at it. Over Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield. Holy cow! You guys, you guys on speaking terms? Actually, I don't want to talk anything about it because ESPN is going to do a thirty for thirty about it. So we'll just get all the details then. Easily. Well, I have a lot of fan reaction that we're going to share here a little bit later in the show. But I want to introduce everybody first. My name is Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus. B M O C. Going to drive the trains tonight. And uh, this is the first of four shows that Coach and Maestro are planning. I have no input into them. Uh, looks like a pretty standard show. I'm going to say we bring this in in an hour and 26 minutes. Ooh, pretty toy. <laughs> pretty, pretty toy. That voice there. Uh, he's a basketball legend. Often confused for third string punter Phil Wanamaker. <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, Coach? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm here. I showed up. I showed up. I'm here. That's right. He's going to be eating some crow, that's for sure. And this other guy. That guy. Caw-caw! You might not know this, Coach. He's a child actor. He played the ball boy in The Fish, in the fish That Ate Pittsburgh. I love that Don Knotts vehicle. I love that movie. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How you doing, maestro? I'm doing good. How's everybody doing? We're doing well. I almost said The Fish That Ate Pittsburgh. <laughs> Which would have been fantastic. Yeah, you guys. Wasn't there like that. an equivalent Cincinnati movie, like the? Uh, I can't remember. Cincinnati Kid. It'll come to me later. I'm sure it will. He sure it is. All right, well, let's get into the show. We got a lot to get to, especially this initial section that we call. Let's get it over with. 
Does that, does that require a riff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everything requires riffs. Let's get... Get it over with. Let's get... Get it over with. All right. So what are we getting over with? Well, I, I got a little audio clip to share with you guys. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm going to say right now, side bet right now, side bet right now, side bet right now. They get their asses kicked by Baltimore this week. (laughs) All right, I'll side bet you on that. All right. Side bet, and then what I will do. Chocolate payday, my man. Chocolate payday. What are you giving them? You got to give them more than that six points. Okay, so getting their ass kicked. What's an an ass kick? Ass kick is 14 points or more. 14 points or more is ass kick. All right, so that was the coach after uh, after staking out the claim that that Joe Burrow is being prematurely anointed, uh, and then Maestro saying, "Well, he would rather have Burrow than Baker Mayfield." It just exploded into this ridiculous bet, in which Coach gave Maestro Cincinnati plus fourteen. Uh, coach, you know what the score of that game was? Did you look at it? It was uh, it was a lot. Uh, yeah, it, it is 40, 41 to seventeen. Cincinnati uh, looked pretty darn good, and Joe Burrow looked pretty darn good throwing for four hundred twenty six yards against Baltimore. And with that extra fourteen points you gave him, that made it fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> they, they 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 did okay. Yeah. Now, coach, before we get into it, yeah. and I'm going to let you just kind of. I know you've probably been thinking about it. You've you've had a week to kind of think about this argument you guys had. We got a lot of loyal listeners who texted in or emailed in, so we're going to just share some of these. All right. Mm-hmm. First thing I got, and this was early Wednesday morning, like the show had maybe been out an hour, and I got from loyal listener Notorious BSE. I'm listening to the podcast. I used to think Longley was a good talent evaluator. Now take Hake has to take his spot. He embarrassed himself and his family with that rant about Burrow. I'm mildly embarrassed for him as a Bobcat. He really dug in on this one. Now, what we do have to preface, Brady is a fan of which team? He's a big Bengals fan. He's a big fan, Bengals fan. Sure. I think that matters, yeah. but go ahead. Huge, huge Bengals fan. I love, though, that he's immediately like, if Hake takes your spot, you've got to become the musical director. <laughs> That's great. So that's just we beat, for that. We're going to be doing beatboxing all the time. Then, of course, Talshawn checks in. He's got your back. Baker is clearly better than Burrow. Absurd to argue otherwise. Up until the time Baker tore his labrum, he was leading the NFL in completion percentage. He struggled somewhat since then, but he's played well enough for them to be four and one. They had no chance against Zona. The Browns are three and three because the defense is giving up on average 40 points per game in their losses. Burrow has a higher ceiling than Baker, but he absolutely isn't there yet. Such a such a uh, a measured, took his time, thought about it, not crazy <laughs> take. That's a good take. Yeah, but you know it, it lines up with what Meister was saying, and that what Meister was saying was Burrow doesn't have the same tools around him that Baker has. I beg to differ, but so we can we can talk. You're still not letting this go. It's oh amazing. no no no! I, I I'm letting yeah. it go. I'm just saying I I was impressed by a lot of things on Sunday. Last one, last one yeah. here. Coaches, uh, this is from Hoops. Coach is so wrong about Mayfield. Burrow has to be the best QB in the league when facing man coverage. Other mm. reads will catch oh. up. He he will be a top five QB in a few years. Mayfield will be pumping my gas at the Damn. BP system. Oh. Now, <laughs> Hoops is, that is strong. 
Now let's be clear here. Hoops is inexplicably a New York Giants fan. Oh, so of course. you cannot right. And he even says, I take either of them over Daniel Jones. He is really bad. Well, that's a that, that's a brilliant take. So all right. So uh coach, what do you got to say? Okay, so so first and foremost, before I I, I make any statements that could consider something different, I will take full responsibility for my irresponsible, <laughs> irresponsible comments I made that were half-cocked, um, bombastic, and over-the-top, almost almost Stephen A. Smith-like. I'm not going to go that far, but it was over-the-top, so I will admit that. And I, Coach A. Smith. And I will admit I was a little bit wrong. <laughs> I was a lot wrong. You're definitely wrong in that Baltimore. Now, game. let me ask you, I want I want to ask you before you before cuz I yeah. What what do you think about this idea because both sides have mentioned it and Maestro mentioned it that Burrow has a higher ceiling than Baker, I, which I think I interpret that to mean he could be greater. Um maybe the but really the only thing that he has that I think puts him a, a tick above and gives them that potential is that he is is he can run. He's mobile. He can he can scamper for 15, 20, and he he has that ability. He's, he's not a running quarterback, but he's way more of a running quarterback than Baker Mayfield. In today's day and age, that matters. Um, I, I don't know. Time will tell with both of them. I have a lot. I mean, looking at what's happening to Mahomes right now, and he is he's falling apart. His team's falling apart. There's just such a graveyard of quarterbacks that – I don't know what the shelf life is for either one of these guys. Cause the only guys that have had a shelf life of 10, 15 years and are the best, you know, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers and Brady and a lot of these guys, they have two or three years and then they're <laughs> <laughs> what's the time on Whoa. that? The maestro coming in with this joke. That's usually my job. I know that it's a, it's a, I just, I figure I preempt it. Oh man. That was well done. Um, so yeah, I, I mean like, I'm not going to backpedal. I, I I won't stand off what I said. Meaning, I mean, here's what I'm saying. I'm not going to make any excuses. I was wrong, but I still think Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. I'm not going to change my mind that they're not that far apart. Will Joe Burrow eclipse him? Like I said, that that I don't know. On Sunday he looked like he would, but uh, I don't know. I will say this. I will say this, Maestro. You, you did make the comment that he doesn't have, he doesn't have as many weapons as the Browns, and you're right. He doesn't have the names that the Browns have. But Chase, Javar Chase, that dude is the next Tariq Hill or better. Like that dude is amazing. So, uh, Coach, can I ask you another question? Mm-hmm. Is it so? We we were chatting after the show, and then of course the three of us got together to watch the Browns game. And you know, we probably should have posted a picture of that on the socials because yeah. the Sports Wednesdays breaking up was trending on Twitter for like six days. <laughs> it was the number one. We should have stopped those rumors. We should have, yeah, right. But but was your conversation with Maestro influenced at all with any conversations you may have had earlier that day? Yes, I, I, I will admit I had had a conversation earlier about the same exact thing, and it might have already been bubbling in me, and then Maestro <laughs> popped the cap off that shaken up beer, and it exploded <laughs> all over the place. So, yeah, he he struck the match, and I was gasoline, and it worked. Um, all right. So, 
Maestro, how about it? You want to become the coach? Let coach take over music with beatboxing? I, I really don't. I like coach's laughter. Um, that's what keeps the show going. And I've, I've heard, Co- I haven't heard coach do any riffs, but. Oh, sweet Jesus. No, I will say I listened back to the episode. You know, I, I, I was, I was digging my heels in a little bit. I, here's the thing. I, I don't dislike Baker. In fact, I like him quite a bit. Um, I just think, you know, and I, I think I even said Baker's trash and he is not trash. So that was, that was me. (laughs) That's true. That was me getting a little sassy, but, um, I, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, tall Sean said, we talked about the ceiling. Cause I think that's what it is about Joe. I feel like with Baker, I think we've seen a lot of the best of what Baker can do already. Like, I don't know. I don't think we're going to get many surprises from him. Whereas with Joe, I just feel like, like he surprises me all the time. And I don't know whether I underestimate him, but even like when he was at LSU, I was just like, Oh, he's really not that. Holy shit. You know, he would do stuff. And yeah. I think it's like, he's got a little bit of that. Um, I guess I call it HFK. Is that what little I call high, it? Little high football knowledge. Yeah, high like I think knowledge. he's, I think he's a little bit, I think he's a little bit headsy. Like, like a, I'm not going to compare him to Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but I think there's like some braininess there yep. that he's got pretty fast in the league. You know, like he's already kind of understands defenses, and and not that Baker doesn't, or that a lot of other, you know, obviously Mahomes has got that skill set too, but. I just think that there's things happening in his brain and within his arm. And I just think he, he could be especially good, but time will tell that's for sure. Yeah. I will. I'll tell you what, if we went back two years on this show and believe it or not, we were doing the show back then. We were, I think we even had Cole Medbeck on to like break down. Yes, we absolutely did. We were all like, well, Joe Burrow had a great season, but he's about to get pounded into the turf playing for the bank. And he did. He got hurt pretty badly. Yeah, he blew his knee out. You know, but I will tell you if, the, if the Bengals continue to improve their offensive line, he will get better and better. And they, and their defense way improved than, I mean, I did not expect what they did to now Baltimore, I think has some issues too. I don't know specifically, but I cannot figure Baltimore out. Well, I, I think their lack of running game, not having JK yeah. Dobbins and their top running back is Lamar. That hurts. He just can't run his way and pass. He's not fooling anybody. But I that was a statement game. That was an absolute well, statement game by Cincinnati. Well, Coach, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make a Sports Wednesday ruling. Mm-hmm. All right. I know you owe Maestro the chocolate payday, and your your instinct is going to be to try and flip it in a double or nothing. But I am calling this one a must pay. Oh, it's, 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 it's going to come to his house. I will bring that chocolate payday, and he can feast That's on it. A- that's a must pay. And uh, it was, as we'll learn later, that wasn't even the dumbest bet you made on the show. No, I made a worse one. <laughs> All right. Anything else on this? I want to tell you guys, it was our most downloaded episode in the last 10. Nice. Really? It, it came in just underneath our NFL preview. So people must love hearing Coach talk about the NFL. They love it. They love it. That's hilarious. All right. Let's move into it, Maestro. Where are we at? Tepid takes, baby. Oh. Hey, Coach, I'm going to let you drive this segment. Okay, so uh, Tepid Takes, we're, we're, we're pretty good at making takes that aren't real hot. 
I'd say they're less than lukewarm. So we all get to do one this time since last time we kind of went off the rails. <laughs> we did like four. Yes. So I decided let's all do one. And here's how it's going to work. So you make the take. If you have something initial to say, you can just kind of make a comment. Yes or no, you agree or you don't. And then we're going to move on to the next one. Okay. So we're just going to kind of make it quick and fast, get to it and say what we got to say. And we're going to flip the script. I don't want to go first. So we're going to go with, uh, we're going to do it upside down. Uh, BMOC, you're going to go first. All right. So uh, I actually watched the Illinois-Penn State game from about the fourth quarter on. Uh, and let, let me just say, like, I, I get that Illinois is not a great team, but what a great classic Big Ten, two teams slugging it out game. Nine overtimes, just trying to get these two-point conversions. They can't complete a pass. Their quarterback's arms are breaking off. They got to just run it up the gut. It was an awesome experience. And I was pulling for Illinois because they were the underdog, and they were at Penn State, and they pulled it off. That was just – that was probably the, the most compelling – hour of football that I've watched there, in, in a year. There was a lot of grabbing hips, you know, like and huffing and puffing and like they kept having to switch ends of the field. Yeah. Like those guys, you could tell like the offensive coordinators are like, I'm out of Come place. On. I'm out of place. <laughs> Catch the damn ball. I don't got any more plays yet. Both teams ran that double reverse back to the quarterback, the Philly. Oh, Gilly, the, the quarterback the throwback. And, oh. and, and, and both of them would have worked and both of them would have won the game and neither time could they complete. They the couldn't pass. complete it or catch it. That was bad. And the quarterbacks were wide open and it was both in a position where they could have won. So nine overtimes, Illinois wins it. it. It was just, I think if I was there as a Penn state fan, I would have been like, that was worth whatever. I'm sorry that we lost, but that was I, epic. I, so I, I got to watch all those overtimes too. And I think that was the first game where they, they had the new rule, right? The two point conversion. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. three, is it after two or after three, after three, they, after three, then they go to the two point conversion thing, which I, I thought was pretty entertaining. Yeah. And just as a side note though, boy, Penn state, you're, you're not what anybody thought you were. Is there <laughs> is there starting quarterback? He was, was back. He back for the okay. So they so they, really they lost with their all their well, all their weapons and wow. Sorry, Penn State. James Franklin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if USC's yeah, gonna call I, him. Out. I mean, they looked really the first couple of games. They looked strong. So I I would say hopefully Ohio State still over oh, practices and prepares. They will. Yeah. All right. All right. Maestro, what do you got? What's your tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-tip-t
I don't think a lot of, I don't a lot think of a lot one of, loss teams too that are right up there that you know heck Pitt is six and one. They beat Tennessee better than freaking Alabama. I, I don't. I, I I don't dispute you. I think Alabama. When I saw they went to three, I just thought that's that's the that's the polls making sure they get Alabama in that top four because th- they Ugh. want them there so badly. They want to make sure that Alabama, even if they lose again, I don't know what they want, but they want they want Alabama in the top four. I guess that Here makes I, money. I'm, I'm I saw this today on the socials and I looked into it. This is actually true. Ole Miss and Kentucky, if you look at their remaining schedule, could both finish 11-1. and one. Damn. That is unbelievable. That would be – and they're, and they're not going to get the SEC championship, so Mm-mm. they would be – oh, that's insane. <laughs> what do you do with that? I know. I know. Yeah, and it, Kentucky's only loss would be Georgia. Mississippi's only loss would be Alabama. Right. Yep. So I, I, I will say this. It's shaping up that some of these bowls outside of the playoff are going to be great games, like a Kentucky-Michigan. Not that, you know. But. Okay. I don't think Michigan's going to make the playoff, guys. No, I. I I'm just, I'm just going to come out right say now. It. Say so, it. I, so I don't think say, they're going to make I agree the with Do you me. think the winner of the Michigan State-Michigan game will jump into the top four? Potentially. I could see it. But don't you wish this is this was the year they had an 18 playoff? Because we could really have some compelling games in an 18 playoff. Sure. Yeah. But sure. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, it just it just irked me to see them up there when there's so many other I know. undefeated teams. But I agree with you. I just it's 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 annoying. Yet you just it's not surprising, right? You weren't surprised. You're annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just I'm I'm annoyed. I can't believe. The Coastal Carolina Chanticleers were were downgraded just for losing. Yeah, what did they do? Oh, they they lost. Bastards. All right, let's talk about the World Series. Okay, so Houston Atlanta. I mean, and what I said it was: is anybody outside of Georgia and Texas actually going to be watching this? And um, I don't know. Like, it's not baseball's fault, and it's not the team's fault, but. They've gotten. I mean, Houston has a has, has an image problem. Like nobody yep. likes them outside of Houston because they're known as cheaters. And Atlanta, it, unless you live and follow Atlanta, I don't. Maybe you know who Freddie Freeman is. I don't think so. I don't. Does Freddie Freeman have any name recognizability outside of baseball? Like Freddie, leader of Freeman. Freeman. So I mean, like I don't. And like name, like what's the compelling pitching matchup? Charlie Morton against somebody that I don't even like nobody big I yeah I feel like I feel like the Braves have a bigger footprint than the Astros. I they mean the do. Astros are in the fourth largest media market so they're doing fine, right? But I feel like a lot of like South Carolina and into Florida because they don't have North, teams of their, of their yeah, own Yeah, I I think they're all Braves fans. And actually at the event I was at this weekend there were, were a couple of Braves fans there. And they, I mean, they were super into it. So it, it's not the worst case scenario for Major League Baseball. No, no, no. It's not Milwaukee and Tampa. Right. That would be the right. worst case scenario. But, but I, but I still from, had to look up when, when it starts, which is tomorrow night, yeah, which yes, will be gonna... last night for you guys who are listening. Correct. But yes. like, yeah, unless you're from Houston, I think you're the only people rooting for the Astros. Oh, I do too. Everybody and else. Everybody and Pete, but. And BMOC, and BMOC. BMOC, yeah. And like I, Atlanta's a team of destiny, as like my son said it, and and, and when he kind of said it when they were in that first series, and I was like, maybe. And then now I feel like it. Like they they really did. They are one of those teams that just seems. 
destined to win it. Yeah. And I hope they do because those dirty cheaters from Houston don't deserve <laughs> another championship. I do. I, I do like Dusty Baker, though. Well, I, I do, too. And actually, I like Maldonado. I think he's a pretty awesome catcher. But other than that. And Brantley, he's an ex-tribe guy. I like, I like him. But like anybody else, dirty cheaters. Well, uh, and and I referred to this earlier, but Coach inexplicably last week on the show bet me me a side bet of a six-pack that the Red Sox would hit another Grand Slam and move on. And he was so sure they were going to move on and they would hit another Grand Slam. I was like, that's that's taking candy from a baby. Okay, so I want to double or nothing on this one. I was, I was just going to say, if you could run it over now, because I'm drinking a gluten-free beer at the moment. Oh, jeez. That's what I'm down to here. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Watermelon White Claw next. You should have told me. I could have brought you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's double or nothing and pick something in this in this series. It doesn't have to be a Grand Slam. I got you. Okay, so let's think about that, because I'd like to double that up. Okay. All right. S- sounds good. All right. Well. Are you, are you going to beatbox us, us out of Tepid Takes? I'm going to take us right into the next one. Tepid Takes. No, I think he should play us out. That was awful. We are, uh, I don't know if he's only been playing you, but we got to start doing everything exactly the same because we have won three bets in a row. I know with Coach's brother. We are now up $15 for the first time. Oh, yeah, time. maybe I, I may have broken that oh, playing the ukulele. No. Uh, but uh, he gave us last week the Ohio State game. We took the Buckeyes. We said they'll cover against uh, Indiana in the Stros Classic. Indeed, they did. <laughs> the Stros Classic. I love that. Uh, so yeah, I know we didn't get together to watch the game for various reasons, but, uh, whenever we watch Ohio state versus Indiana, we're going to drink Stroh's. Stroh's with Stroh. That's right. Uh, so are these maestro, did you put these games in or was this? I, yeah, they were just top of mind game, possible games. Okay. So tell us about them. Um, well, the Michigan, Michigan state game, I think is probably the biggest game this weekend. I would have thought maybe Ohio state, Penn state, but with Penn state's what's what's the line on that? You're allowed to say just because I don't know doesn't mean it doesn't have a line. Um, let me see. Here, I'll pull, I'll pull I, I think up. I still have that th- that uh, gambler site up that that coach sent. I'll look it up. I've got it. Wait for it. It is. It's close. I want to say it's so like three. It's four and a half. So Michigan's giving. So Michigan State's getting four and a half at home. Oh shit! I would love Michigan State side, but he gets to pick. So he gets to pick. So I mean. It's a home game for Michigan State. We either take he's <sighs> Michigan. I, There's a lot of a lot of tension in that choice. It's not a bad game. game sort of, the other game that sort of piqued my interest was the uh, the Iowa Wisconsin game. I feel like that's a crapshoot though. But what's the line on that? Oh, I see it. Oh, it's three and a half. Wisconsin. Wisconsin is giving three and a half to Iowa. And Wisconsin had a nice victory last week. They did. They I, did. I they think did. Iowa had, was on a bye week, so I don't know what. So uh, Iowa coming off a bye, getting three and a half points in Wisconsin. Ah, that seems weird. That's a weird one. I could. I guess either one seems okay. What do you guys but think? Those are just top. Those are just top of mind. I don't know. 
What do you guys think? Do you those are to- those are all good choices. I'll take either uh, one. Or we or we could do a, or we could do a World Series game. Uh, I don't know what the line is. Ohio State. He lives close to Atlanta. He might be an Atlanta fan. I don't even know if he watches baseball. Yeah, <laughs> it's too slow for him. He he watches college football and soapbox during, mm-hmm. and that's all he watches. <laughs> All right, Iowa, Wisconsin. I don't want to do the Ohio State game. Iowa, okay. Wisconsin, and Michigan, Michigan State. I, should I give them a choice, or are we going to pick one? So, do, would you guys like my take on this? Yes, I'd love Let's your take. It. Let's hear it. I don't want to be put in a position where I'm pulling for Michigan. All right, so it's Wisconsin, Iowa. I, I think that's good. Three points. I think that's good. Either way, it's three and a half. Either way, that's basically an even line since Wisconsin's at home. Yep. How much do we want to go? Are we feeling lucky? Or we want to do? You want to do ten bucks? That way, if we lose, we're still up five bucks. Ten bucks, Charlie. I can do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. I am seeing more and more commercials, fellas, for gambling apps. So apparently, gambling's legal now. I've heard that. But I'm going to continue to say we wager with coaches, oh, brother. It's the joy. Back when we started the show four four some years ago, we thought we would download one of those apps and then we would try and see if we could make money. Remember? Yes, and I they, know. Were, they were so skeevy. We're like, I'm not putting this on my phone. No, we'll just do it with Mark. Yeah. Oh, it's just oh. going to be a, mu- a musical outro. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh, this has got a, I got, a tear. I got chills. Holy cow. Oh. Well, let's uh, let's get the energy back up with yeah, a little segment we call Locks. Locks. Locks of the Week. Coach, what's a lock? All right, so a lock is absolutely something you should take all of your money, your friend's money, your neighbor's money. Heck, take the guy that's sitting next to you on the bus's money, take it down to your bookie, give it to him and say, put it all on this because this is a lock. It's going to win. That's a lock of the week. That is awesome, and it looks like uh, we're doing two college football games this week. They have to be non-top 25 college football games. That's my specialty. That's my wheelhouse. That's my bailiwick. <laughs> One of them is against the spread, and one's the over-under. Let's go to Maestro first. Maestro, what you got? Ooh, okay. My two games. Your two um, games. Don't take against mine. The sp- against the spread, I'm taking Oregon State versus Cal. Ooh. Oregon State is minus one and a half. Beavers in the what's Cal? Cal Bears. Bears. Beavers in the Bears. Beavers in the Bears. And then my over and under, I'm gonna go uh Rutgers versus Illinois. Ooh. I'm going under. It's 42 and a half. Ooh. I like both those. Kinda. Nice. Uh coach, you mind if I jump in? Jump in, please. I'm just because uh he brought up Rutgers, Illinois. That's my against the spread. Ooh. I'm taking Illinois in the one point. <laughs> I feel wow. like they keep it going. Illinois keeps it going. Their quarterback is hurt, but they're like, we don't care. We're Illinois. Wow. That's bold. Again, against the spread, uh, I got Virginia Tech taking on Georgia Tech. Ooh, I saw 55. this one. 55.5. I'm taking the over. Look at you. Elmer got to you. Yep. All right. All right, so my picks uh, against the spread, I uh, I went West Coast. I'm taking Utah State versus Hawaii. Uh, Utah giving five and a half, so it's under a touchdown. So I'm taking Utah State minus five and a half. 
And then my over under, I'm going to go with uh, Rice and North Texas. The un- it's 55.5. I'm taking the under. I'm not listening to Elmer, so I'm taking the under, under 55.5. That's the Owls taking on the Mean Green. Oh, I love it. Rice, by the way, has the, the greatest font. That R, I love that R in the colors. I would love an, uh, a Rice hat. Yes, I think, that I, think would be I, cool. I would like one big time. Uh, so, by the way, the, the Cleveland Browns quarterback last time that we won the NFL championship, 1964, Frank Ryan, he uh, he right before the season started, got his Ph.D. from Rice University in mathematics. Little known fact. I did not know Little that. Known fact. He did. He wrote his thesis on the Blaschke product. <laughs> wow, I'm just just learning so much today. Learning so much. So, uh, OK. And we got a guest coach. We do. We do have a guest coach, uh, guest speaker, not a guest coach. Um we could use a guest We coach. could, because this one sucks. <laughs> well done. Uh, I went to, so one of our guest pickers, friend of the show, Jaime Escalante, Jamie, he's been making his picks, and he's actually doing quite well. And I learned a little known fact that he doesn't actually make the picks. His son does, Blake. So Blake really is the brains of the whole operation. And Blake, who is a pretty much a savant when it comes to stats and sports and i pretty much think he's going to have a career managing some team hopefully it's the blue jackets so they're actually good um but he made some picks so his uh, against the spread is maryland indiana he's taking maryland minus three he's going to take maryland minus three over indiana and then his over under is navy at tulsa and he's taking the over and that's 47 so blake tulsa all right blake Escalante, let's see how he does. Does he live up to his father's? Uh, well, I don't think Jamie's ever missed when he's guest picked. No, he hasn't. So we'll see. So nice job there, uh, Coach. And then uh, you know what we do is we keep track of everything, and then we kind of we quantify it with numbers because clearly, <laughs> if we know about Blaschke products, we know about numbers. We certainly do. And then we tell you about it in a segment we call Ransack. <laughs> is that where it is going? <laughs> oh, that scoreboard update. Oh, man. Has Maestro been hitting the sauce tonight? I so. <laughs> I, sorry, I stepped away and got a brewski. I, was I, did, have a brewski. I did an extra long intro to give you time to pick up your guitar oh, for scoreboard up. You really did. That was so good. Quantifying <laughs> numbers. That's why we did the Blatchkey effect. The Blatchkey product. product. Oh, my God. Two, three, four. Scoreboard update. Yeah. See, you just can't stay mad at Maestro. You just can't. It's just too good. All right. Here's how we did last week, fellas. And we got a lot to run through, but we'll do it quickly. BMOC was one for two, plus one for two. The under on Western Kentucky, Florida International, that was 72.5. They actually scored 53 points in that game. I know you guys watched it. And then my NFL pick, (laughs) Dallas, Minnesota, actually was a bye week for both of those teams. How did you pick that then? Yeah. You know, you guys know I messed stuff up and I I don't have... I need an assistant. God damn it, Petey. <laughs> you picked two teams that were on a bye. So I, uh, I I did not get that. I'm giving myself a zero for that rather than letting that pick carry over. Uh, Coach, you were also one for two, however. Uh, UC, a lot closer to Navy than they should have been. A lot closer. Should have covered that. That uh, was 54.5. They came in with 47 points. I will say this. I knew Navy running that triple option. That is hard for any team in the country to stop. Not that they're going to win with it, but I knew they were going to score a couple touchdowns. And then uh, you had Tampa Bay against Chicago. That was a 10-point line. They covered Easy Tampa money. Bay 38-3. to three. Nice job there. Maestro, plus two, though. He wins the week amongst the three of us. Mm-hmm. He went for the under on uh, 
Miami, Miami Ball, Ball State. State. Thank you. I, I for a second thought Miami Baltimore, and that makes no sense. And that was forty-one points they scored on a fifty-one point five over/under. I don't get the over/unders in the MAC. They seem to always be set high. I know. And then New England minus seven against the Jets. They also covered just <laughs> slightly by a hair, fifty-four to thirteen. Man, wow. the Jets are a mess. They're bad. I don't know. Do you guys know who Gary V is? Maybe. Yeah, I probably sent you videos of him. Yes. He's like an entrepreneur. He's a, an inspirational guy. Inspir- I love. Oh yeah, I love, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen. I, him. I love. I love his advice and stuff. But his goal in life is to make enough money to buy the New York Jets, and I feel like the Jets are trying to meet him halfway. Well, I really hope so. So, all right, we had five guests last week, so we could even up with that. That was Guest of Palooza Part Two, or as Meister likes to call it. I don't. Do I have a song for that one? <laughs> Guest of Palooza Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to run through this quickly because this is where this is where the the fight broke out last right. week, and we'll try and get past it. Uh, golfer Grayson, he was plus one. Uh, he went for UC. They did not cover, but uh, on his NFL game, he picked the Bengals plus six and a half, and they won forty one to seven. Coach, they won forty one to seventeen. What a what a great team! I love that team. I never doubted them. That's right. Daughter BMOC Mattis. Ooh. She uh, she unfortunately a plus zero went for Purdue plus five. They did not. They lost thirty to thirty to thirteen. Cleveland Browns did win that game. Oh, they could have covered too. They were down at the five yard line, and every gambler in the world was like, "Please punch it in." They did not, but they beat Denver with Case Keenum and Dearness Johnson. That was a great game to watch. Love the backups doing good stuff there. Notorious BSE. In addition to recommending that Hake take over coaches, Jeff, he took the under on Western Michigan Toledo fifty. He 55 they scored 49 wow. he's he's such a western michigan toledo he loves fan. them like those are like his two favorite teams he loves toledo that's right and then um i can't remember who he had c-e-n what's that? Who is that i don't even oh it's denver plus six he took oh. denver plus six that was just a mistype there it's all right we'll clean it up and post it's like it never happened hoops the New York Giants fan whose uh, whose comments we called in a question earlier, but he went plus two, took the over on UCLA, Oregon at 60. It was 65, and it also went for Denver plus six against Cleveland. I think a lot of bettors bet on Denver and made some money on that game. Oh, I think so. And the usually unstoppable King oh. Havoc with a rare plus one out of two, he took the over on Western oh. Michigan Toledo, his two favorite teams. Uh, but he, he took Indy. Plus three and a half. I remember that pick came through and I said, I wanted to do that. I didn't have the guts to do it. That was impressive. Then I even side betted coach yes. where I took the 49ers in the points and Indianapolis just took them out. Yeah. I, I'm surprised yeah. you're saying that out loud because I was quite <coughs> San excited. Francisco, much like the Jets, has got some problems. Uh, yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. And here's the thing. like, I, It's not that Carson Wentz is a bad player. It's just that he's always hurt. And so when he has a game that he's doing well, and I go, oh, I keep forgetting he he, he has some talent. But he's going to get hurt again. Like, that's just, it's yeah, not the, if, the way, it's when. The, the, the way he's running, for sure. It's if or when. So uh, so that that is Gestapalooza Part 2. It helps us even up the standings, folks. This is it. We can finally gauge ourselves against our guests here's how it came out coach still in first place this season 26 out of 35 oh, but maestro creeping you are up, creeping creeping up at 20 out of 35 our guests are 21 I'm out like of 35 lewis hamilton with three laps left i'm gaining gaining ground oh what a deep f1 kit nice job getting some f1 in there maestro and then emoc Pulling up the rear as usual at 19 out of 35, or as Coach likes to say, BMOC being prototypical BMOC. (laughs) And that was your scoreboard update. What about our guests? 
They're 21 out of 35. Maestro, I was talking so fast, I think it slipped past it you. It really did. All right. Was, things are going along. Things are going good. Toy. Show is nice and toy tonight. All right. So we have this segment. Sometimes we make a mistake on the show and we need to clean it up. Uh, and we call it a correction. Or we have to get something off our chest. This is actually to help us lower blood pressure because we're all in our 50s. And yes, that's, a yes. that's called a rant. Or we take in some sort of entertainment property or we, we do something that, that we're like, yeah, people should know about this. And that's a recommendation. And we call the segment Rants and <laughs> Corrections. <laughs> And recommendations. All right. You gonna work on that one? That workshop it. Better. Workshop it. We're gonna workshop that shit. We're gonna at parking you, lot that son of a gun. Coach, you at least committed to I it. Did. A lot of times you'll start recommend it and then you'll like Dations and just end in your normal talking voice. Oh, no. I so, uh, Coach, I see you've got a recommendation right here on the up top. Yeah, I do. It's, it's, it's titled wrong, though. It says something about Geneva Wine Tour, and I was not <laughs> going to recommend that. I am going to make a recommendation of a show uh, that I was watching on Apple TV. It just came out. It's only four episodes long, I think. Um, it's called Invasion. Oh, yeah, that's on our list. Yeah, and I, I've watched it, and it's it's pretty smart, and it's it's taken the whole alien thing like kind of real-time – across four different perspectives. I, I'm enjoying it. It's really good. Invasion. Sam Neill's in it. Um, some other people that I don't know, but um, it's good. Across the nice. world, not just not just not just in the United States, but in Japan and the UK and Afghanistan. And then it's it's good. So invasion. Apple TV. It's yeah. worth uh, the rent. Um, it's definitely on know? our short list. I, the trailer looked really it is really good. good. And it's it's do, good. Do you know who's in that by the way? Who? Joe Burrow. <laughs> then I fucking hate it. He's got range. He's got total range. He's killing it. I have a, I have a trademark BMOC qualified recommendation. Because mm. I, I can't... I, I love what I'm about to recommend. I loved it with all my heart from start to finish every minute of it. Okay. My wife liked it, but there was a lot of pausing and explaining going on to get through it. And I'm talking about Dune. You loved it. Now, I love the original. I read the book. You know, this is like sci-fi nerds paradise. Uh, but I love Dennis Villanueva. And and where I thought Blade Runner 2049 fell short, Dune actually has the narrative structure to support the type of film he wants to make. And it's only a part one, but I thought he did a great job with it. So I'm a big fan of Dune, which I watched on HBO Max. Yeah, we watched it yesterday, too. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, what'd you think, Maestro? I liked it a lot. I mean, it's it's definitely artsy. It's slow. Um you know, you have to be patient when you're watching it. The rest of my family was like, come on. <laughs> I know. See, come I feel on! like if, if like I hadn't like had to pause and go, okay, the Bene Gesserit is this race of witches that basically are truth tell, you know, and uh, here's the thing, Maestro, did this, did you watch the original, the 84 Dune? I, I didn't not. I mean, I, I, I feel like I've watched parts of it, but I never like sat down and watched the whole thing. Like the best part of that is these sound weapons they have, which are not in this one at all. And that was the, I was like, what's going on here? They didn't put those in there. No, it's like when they made that choice, when they made um, the first Spider-Man movie and they're going to say the webs are just biological yes. rather than, you know rather what I mean? And he makes them. Yeah. I mean, so it's, they're definitely setting it up for them to appear, but they don't appear in the, Spoiler alert, they don't appear. Uh, okay, so they're not in. All right. Yeah, I saw the first one. That was a good part of the first one. The first one I was, was okay. 
The first one, so he, a lot of people say that too, and I think it's okay. But it, it and, and breakdancer Mike was just he was just busting on it when I was. Yes, I know. But like from from a filmmaking perspective, what they accomplished in nineteen eighty no, in that film was unbelievable. I agree. It was like the first computer graphics. Those sandworms were unbelievable. They did a nice job. Had. Yes. Yeah. And of course, you know, Sting. Well, you got a movie with Sting, you're winning. Yeah, and in the, the floating fat man, it, it, you know. So I, I, I think this is a worthy, a worthy success. Okay. All right, it, my street it, does, it does crack me up though that with space movies, there always seems to be a lot of like space age futuristic things that just look like buttholes. Yeah. Yes. And every whether it's and a worm, every, whether it's a worm mouth or some spaceship portal, everything is like. Just oh look, big floating and, butthole. And every planet that's not the Earth is just a desert. <laughs> They're all deserts. You know, from a, a Jungian archetypal perspective, it basically I think represents our desire to get back to the womb. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, I got an update. Can I do an update? Brother, brother took Iowa, so we are Wisconsin minus three and a half. For ten bucks, Ooh, that's good. I actually wanted. Did you Wisconsin, want? I, so I do you want a Wisconsin? I, okay, I do. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it makes one of cool. us. Cool. I trust your judgment better than mine, so that's good. Maestro, you got you got anything? I don't see. You it. sure didn't last week, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As I said, this is the first of four shows being planned by Coach and Maestro, and they have vowed to bring back all the old bits. <laughs> it's not what hat are you wearing. It's just as good. Maestro, what is it? Unnecessarily complicated trivial. Come on, boys. Unnecessarily complicated trivial. Oh, yeah. We've done so many toy shows, I forgot we used to do trivia that was unnecessarily complicated. It's Coach's invention, and we just embraced it. Maestro's doing it tonight. I can't wait for some unnecessarily complicated trivia. Here we go. It's it's really not super complicated, but it could be, because I was just pulling it out of my buskey. But you guys know how I love quarterbacks. You are. Love. I do a lot of I do a lot of trivia. Do a lot. This is going to be all about Pittsburgh area quarterbacks. Okay. No, no, I'm kidding. It is about quarterbacks, though. It's Big Ten quarterbacks. All right. And what I want you guys to do, I'm going to set my timer for two minutes because this is in reference to two minute drill, which we're not doing. Right, 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 right. Um, Let me get my timer going here. Stopwatch. All right. I'm going to give you guys two minutes. I want to see how many. Big Ten quarterbacks you guys can name in two minutes that doesn't include Ohio State. That played in the NFL or just NFL, like quarterbacks? Just quarterbacks. That ever played? Just quarter, that ever played. Oh, my God. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. And I wrote down a bunch of them just thinking, well, these guys aren't going to know these guys. But I just picked, like, the top ten from each team. You guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Five. Four, three, two, one. Let's go. Tom Brady. All right. Keep going. Uh, Brian Greasy. Harbaugh. Um, Jeff George. Bob Greasy. Oh, yeah, Bob Greasy. Uh, Kerry Collins. Um, oh, 
Why are we blanking? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Thank Brees. you. Um, you guys should just go like team by team. Is what I do. Uh, let's go. Oh my God! Why are we blanking? I don't know. Were there any other quarterbacks? Because <laughs> they're not. Uh, let's see. Um, I want to say. Uh, did we say we said? Oh, Harbaugh. Maryland! I can say Boomer Esiason. Nice job there. Sure can. Good job. Um, Good. How about um, Everett? Oh, uh, it also at Purdue. Yes, yes. Everett. Um, Jim Everett. Jim Everett. Thank you. And uh, Russell Wilson. Yes, yeah. Wisconsin. God, well done. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, Bolger. Bolger wasn't Bolger at Wisconsin? Or no, not Bolger. He's named after your son. Oh, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks, but it's not Bolger. It's though. Brooks. Bo- uh, Brooks Bol. I'll, I'll give it to you. It's Bollinger. Bollinger. Yes, thank you. Yeah, close enough. Thank you. Nice, nice. Um, Tony Eason. Another Purdue guy. I think he went to Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Oh, did you already say Jeff yeah, George? Yeah, yeah I right. did. He was he was my first guy. Um, uh, let's any see. Any more Penn State guys? We said Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. Right? Yeah, they don't have many. It's a lot. Think of. Uh, oh 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 um uh, black uh, uh what's his name? No, not a uh, <laughs> top top Blackledge. Thank you. Blackledge. Gosh, you knew where yeah. I was going. Yeah. Sorry, I led with be, that. We're gonna do, do a, a little edit in there. You got five seconds. Five <laughs> seconds. Uh, uh, Arch Leister. He should have played Lenny, Ohio State. Len, Lenny Dawson. <laughs> All right, Lenny. Dawson. Mike Tomczak. You're done. Too too late. How many did we get? Let me count them here. All right, throw out the yeah, ones that you had say, written down. Did we not get Schleister and Tomczak? No, we're not allowed. We're not allowed to use Ohio State. I said oh, no, no right. Ohio State. That's Come right. On. Okay, I forgot. I forgot the rules. Um, that, that was a great unnecessary. That was very game. unnecessary. That was beautiful. All right. So you guys didn't even say anybody from Nebraska. Oh, we could have uh, said Frazier. We could have said Scott Frost. Yeah, Steve Taylor, uh, Vince Ferragamo. All right. Turner Gill. Turner Gill, Turner yeah. Um, Ferragamo went to Nebraska. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. All right. I'm going to start at Penn State. I'm going to work through it. We'll, go this, we'll do this real fast. The guys you didn't name. Um, actually, I mean, you got the big ones, but uh, Trace McSorley. Oh, yeah, was that was there. the most recent. Uh, Michael Robinson was pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt McGloin. Yeah, McGloin. Uh, North, Northwestern, Sandy Schwab. I love Schwabby. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Simeon, Otto Graham. Oh, Trevor Simeon got a cup oh, of coffee. Otto Graham, nice call. So Zach Gustak never made it to the end. Zach Gustak did not. All right, Illinois, you said Tony Eason, Jeff George. Those were oh, good. Juice. Uh, there, was, there was a guy named Juice. Ju- Juice Williams. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Kittner played I a lot remember of time Kurt in Kittner. the NFL. Yeah. Jack Trudeau. Um, Iowa. Did you guys say Chuck Long? No. Yeah. You did? Yes, yes, you did. I did. Yeah. All right, so I thought you did. Okay. There was also uh, Ricky Stanzi. Ricky Stanzi. CJ uh, Bert Beathard, I think. He Bethard. CJ Bethard. Bethard. He, pl- Bethard. he played yeah, for San then, Francisco for a couple of years. Yep. Drew Tate also, I think, yep. was in the pros Oh, I remember all those guys. I think uh, his name was actually pronounced Beat Hard, and then when he got into sports, he changed <laughs> it to Beth. That was smart. You guys didn't say anybody from Michigan State. Kurt Cousins. Oh, oh God. God. Connor Cook. Drew oh. Stanton. Oh, oh wow. All um, three of those guys made the, the league. Michigan, there was also uh, John Navarre, Chad Henney. Chad still Henney. Playing yeah, and he played I last year. Elvis Gerbach. Oh, the Gerby. Oh, yeah. uh, Denard Robinson, Rick Leach. Uh, Wisconsin also had uh, John John Stocko. Who Jim's, did Denard Robinson play for? He played for Michigan. 
No, I mean in the NFL. Um, oh, he, oh, I don't know. No, he, he played wide receiver. Up. He played for Jacksonville. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he never made it as a quarterback because remember he kept his shoelaces untied. That's right. Yeah, and he. You guys didn't mention anybody from Indiana. There's uh, Antoine Randall. Oh yeah, that's right. Trent Green had a huge career in the NFL, um, and then the current guy, Michael Penix. Um, Kyle Orton, you forgot him oh, from shit. Purdue. Yeah, that's right. Curtis Painter, but you guys got four, four Purdue guys. Yeah, we were big on got, Purdue. You got both the Greasies. The double grease. Um, other guys from Maryland was uh, Neil O'Donnell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank Reich, who's now the coach yes. of Indianapolis, oh, yeah. played, played at Maryland. Um, and then um, the big guy from Minnesota that I didn't realize was a QB at Minnesota, Tony Dungy, the former oh, football yeah. coach, played at Minnesota. Tony Dungy. Is he the only Minnesota quarterback on that? I list? had another guy, uh, Tanner Morgan. I think. Oh, he, I wouldn't I know anybody. He, I think Tanner Morgan's their current guy. No. Yeah, there's not. There wasn't many, no. and I didn't even put. I didn't recognize anybody from Rutgers. They were all. Oh no! Guys. Right yeah, from 1950. Flippy McConaughey. Flippy McConaughey. Well, that was good. That was UCT to its finest. So you guys got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Not bad. Yes, sir. Noise. I don't know if I told you guys, but my over and under was twenty. I knew that. Damn it. Through this show without a major uh, major explosion between you two. I don't know if that's good or bad for the ratings. Probably gonna be our shittiest show. That's fine. That's right. Uh, but anything else before we wrap this one up? No, that was fun. It was tight. That was a nice tight show sheet, Coach. That was one of four. Congratulations there. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. You're going to. Yeah. I'm gonna give show MVP <gasps> to whoever picks closest to how long the show is run. Okay. I'm going to say 52 minutes and 54 seconds. 54.7. Okay. Maestro? Uh, what was the bet? What are we doing? How long do you think the show is? Uh, I'm going to go... I think we're really close to an hour. Let's go why? Uh, let's go why? Uh... <laughs> 57... 56... 50. 57, 56, 50 is correct. We were actually at 53, 23. Maestro once again, show MVP, 170 consecutive episode. Nice job there, Maestro. And there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the Maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, hey, everyone, lighten up when we make mistakes. But Coach was totally wrong about Joe Burrow. (laughs) And good times, everyone. Good times. Good times.
Nice. Little Debbie Gibson there to end the show. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.